The 76ers season is unraveling and all hopes of contending are starting to look bleak. But we did get busy at the deadline, for better or for worse. Quick Kevin Scholey along with Kate Gargano here to break down the annual 76ers downfall. Don't worry about <laughs> how you feel about this episode, but Kate, how are you today? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, I, I, I'm excited for this episode. We have a lot to talk about. Yeah, and you know, I, I you'd think I'd be more mad, but I'm, dude. I mean, <laughs> we just we know this is going to happen every year. So we have a lot to discuss. The busy deadline that started out great and kind of got more weird and weird as it went on. The 76ers' current losing streak, playoff chances, everything that's going on, and injuries. You know, it's it's bad. So. I'd like to start off by saying that it feels like a week and a half ago, you know, 70 points was being scored, the 76 were winning, and B was number one in MVP. Everything was looking great, and uh, boom. <laughs> it just blows up. They, uh, they, they took a page out of the Eagles' book this season and just decided to collapse earlier. Yeah, it, it's, it's impressive. This is, pretty, this is a pretty big collapse that we got going on here. It's, it's it's going gonna, it's gonna to be on track right with the Eagles, just except with the injury. You know, we go out west without Joel Embiid. We go one and four. Well, he was there. And then Jonathan Kaminga did his thing. He had his sort of meniscus tear that required surgery. It was successful. It is said to not be season-ending as of right now, maybe. But, I mean, even if he does come back, I don't know the extent of how healthy he'll be. Uh, I, okay, what do you think about this whole thing? I, I think that... I was watching this team all season and I just remember us talking all the time. Like this, it felt different. Like, obviously you can tell the impact that nurse had, like, it was just so much fun watching this team. And, and I've wanted buddy healed has been a, uh, I don't we'll get into that in a little bit, but I was just so excited for this team this season and, yeah. and these stupid injuries. And, and it just seems to be a reoccurring theme at this point with Embiid. And it just feels like there's nothing you can do. Yeah, and we're 1-8 now in our last nine games. Pretty impressive. Um, and that one win was against the Utah Jazz in a nail-biter. <laughs> Maxie had 51 points. So, uh, we were, <laughs> you know, we, we got one in there. But <laughs> the, the Embiid's injury, it's, I mean, I love Embiid. I do. But, I mean, we've been kind of saying this every single year on air. I mean, at what point? I mean, I we I've said it. I know you believed it. I don't know to the extent you believe it now. I don't think he's ever going to win a ring. It's just you you have your offense revolved around a guy that's seven feet tall that demands the ball every possession. I love him. I really do. But the help, the only year I had disappointed a little later on, but I'm just going to say right now, the only year that Embiid has been fully healthy in the playoffs was in 2020 when we were at, when we were missing prime Ben Simmons and we got swept by Boston in the first round. Yeah, but like I said, this year felt diff- – it wasn't like the Doc Rivers stagnant offense, give the ball to your best player and just everyone stand around. It, this There was so much movement going on. There was so much more passing out of Embiid this season. Like It was a lot of backdoor cuts with Oubre. Like, everything just seemed to be clicking, and then the injury happened. My My only fear is that he's either out for the season, which would be terrible – or he comes back and he's just not a hundred percent, and we're in the same spot again, and, and nothing's different. Yeah, I, I'd rather him try to come back meniscus. I mean, if you have a full year to in the all season to rehab from that, I mean, it really doesn't get much worse unless he were to go out and tear his ACL. Uh, but the meniscus doesn't have much of a play in that 
uh, coming from experience, obviously. But again, this re- it really is a shame. It it just it really does beg the question every single freaking year, you know, <laughs> like. I, I just don't understand. And it's kind of funny, Kate, because a few weeks ago we were on the air recording and we were talking about like our playoff chances, like what's going to happen. And I was kind of saying how I think we're at least going to make the second round. You're going to talk about how we're not guaranteed out of the first round. I, we're not going to win the first round. No, we're not. We'd, we would be absolutely lucky to not have a play in spot. Yeah. Like at this point, I, I mean, I know we have a, we're, we're going to make the playoffs because we have such a good cushion on the hall. I think the Hawks are like, Eight games back from us, and they're the ten seed. Um, yeah, there's seven. Six is my, uh, they, I mean, they're seven and a half. Sorry, sorry for coming out. There's seven and a half. So you're right. Yeah. All we, know, I mean, for all we know, they might never win a game again. So we could drop out of it. But I, I, they're going to make the playoffs. It's really just a matter of is MB going to come back, and when he comes back, is he going to return to form? Which we have no idea. And I don't even think this team knows. I don't think anybody knows anything. Yeah, he's supposed to be reevaluated in a month or something. That's what Nick Nurse said. Um, but I. I don't know. This year with Embiid, the 76ers are drum roll 26 and 8. Without him, drum roll 4 and 13. Um, <laughs> again, just going back to this point, do not be shocked if we, what, the playing game, Kate, I think it's going to happen. The Heat, they occupy the top playing seed right now. They're two and a half games back from us. We just went 1 and 8 in our last, in our most recent stretch. We're going to be playing in the playing. I, I, do, do, have you seen our schedule coming up? I'll, I'll pull it up real fast and I'll let yeah. everyone know. Besides Washington, we go to Cleveland. No, no I, oh, I, Cleveland, I, 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 the next, yeah, it's, so the next six games, other than Washington tomorrow night, which it's coming off of back to for the love of God, we might not be Washington tomorrow. Yeah, I, you know, I might have to make the drive to go watch that. Then yeah, we, I can't, I can't wait until you read off this list of teams because it's just going to be. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Cleveland, Miami, New York, Cleveland, Milwaukee, Boston. <laughs> we have one gap there. We play Charlotte, Dallas, Brooklyn, Memphis, New Orleans, New York, New York, Milwaukee, and then it's just it gets more difficult too. But that that seven game stretch that you just read is L L. We might win this. No, you know what I you know what I'm looking forward to. What? When they when they have a winning record coming out of this stretch and they beat Boston and everyone's like, oh, my God, and they rush and beat back just for him to get hurt again. Yeah. <laughs> we can't wait for that. That's we can. We can't wait for that as Philly fans because that's what we had to look forward to. But yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's just an absolute joke, man. I mean, and we're so used to this. We currently sit at the five seed, two and a half games back from the Knicks in the four seed. Four and a half games back from the Cavaliers, the two seed. They had they've went on a run. I'll, I'll tell you that they were talking about Donovan Mitchell trades a few months ago. Look, I mean, look over there now. But so seriously, it is a shame because this was the year, Cade, that we could have like had. It would have been like the best chance since 2021, the year that we got the one seed, because the way that things would have played out, you know, we could have had the two or the three seed, which means we would have been able to dodge Boston until the Eastern Conference Finals. We'd have been able to play a Milwaukee ran by. Uh, Doc Rivers, which has been Go a whole going on. Uh, so honestly, right now, if we have to be on the road, I- I'd rather get the six or the seven seed so we can still do- dodge Boston. I have, a, I have a quick question, and I was, do you think that if the Sixers make the playoffs, doesn't matter what seed, as long as they're in, do you think they can beat anybody? No. If, no. Even if MB comes back 100%? No, the, the year's over. It's not happening. I, listen, we might. I'm not saying we might not win a playoff series. I think we could, 
the years I, I have zero faith in this team to win a championship this year. Absolutely zero faith. And it's just, just off the injuries. It's just everything that has happened. I mean, Embiid has to come back 100%. It's not going to happen. Even if he does, I just – it's not going to happen. It's just not. I mean, I don't know. It's a real shame. I, I just think if he comes back 100% and plays the way he was playing before, I I, I, I like this team. Like I, They can beat anybody. They, they really could beat anyone in the league if Embiid's 100%. I mean, and obviously we have no idea if he's going to be. Probably not. But if he is, and they just have to make it because I think they could beat anybody. Yep. You know what? Tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go look at my mailbox and see a million dollars in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's it's just ridiculous. This every single year, it's it's unbelievable. It's honestly, it's almost. I think it's more difficult to do what the Sixers do every year than to win a championship. I mean, six to eight years of consistency of losing the second round and getting hurt every year. It's pretty unbelievable. I mean, I got to give it to them. They're they're really consistent. Yeah, that's that's what they they say. Consistency is key, right? Maybe they're they're plotting something. Yeah, they we know we're doing. But here, let's talk. Let's talk about the trades. So, uh, Buddy Heald, he's a Philadelphia 76er. and this is my thing. It is such a shame that this is the year Embiid is hurt because this is the deal that like three years ago, six years ago with Butler or whatever. Like this is one of those deals that would have made us that team. Like if if we were fully healthy, if this was the team two and a half weeks short weeks ago, then Buddy Heald trade would have been like, oh my God, like we could be favorites out of the Eastern Conference. We just have to be Boston at some point. But no. Um, again, I really like this deal. We get, we got Buddy Heald. We gave up Marcus Morris, which was sad to see him go. Furkan Korkmaz, he got released. <laughs> uh, it was a great deal. Uh, I, I mean, Buddy Heald has been a future sixer for the last six years. Yeah. So yeah. it's about time we finally got him. I loved it. And I personally think they should have stopped after that, but um, uh, we'll get Darryl, into yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that in a little bit. But I, I, I loved the deal, and you're right. If this was, if this was two weeks ago, if this was right after MB dropped seventy, do you know how we'd be on cloud nine right now? Yeah, this if they got Buddy healed right after MB was going on the tear, like we just beat. I mean, we just beat the Nuggets, and then boom, MB gets seventy, and we're feeling good, and then we get. Buddy healed, and then we're like, "Oh man, nope, not anymore." Yeah, you know what? And you know, you know what we should be doing now? We should be one of those candidates. We have to be the people that are going out saying the season's too long. As seventy sixes fans, <laughs> I mean, if the season was forty five, fifty games. Oh my gosh, dude! I mean, this this team would be incredible. But yeah, um, yeah. if the if the NBA Finals was played two weeks before the All Star game, the Sixers would have five rings by now. Exactly. So. Again, this is this is actually it's an excellent deal for the 76ers. Healed, he is on an expiring contract, so it won't hurt our free agency free agency aspirations in the offseason. He's a tremendous scorer. He shoots over 40% from three his entire career, which is unbelievable. Um, you know, of course he goes out and shoots six of eighteen tonight in the Hawks. <laughs> but I mean, I'm not, not saying a knock on him. Just it's just, I, I love Buddy Healed, but it's one of those things where like, you know. He shoots 40% plus from three, and he comes to Philly, goes down to 30. Yeah, give him a standing ovation. Maybe he'll, he'll start to shoot better. Yeah, I mean, but again, he is a guy that, like, if we have, again, we we needed him for years. <laughs> Just the closest thing we've really gotten to him was Seth Curry. You know, his ability to shoot the three ball, it's going to create great spacing for 
what would have been Joel and B back on the court. But again, it just, this was what we've needed for years. And Seth Curry was the closest thing. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I, I mean, we've always talked about how much we wanted Buddy Heald. I, I can remember like constantly we were just saying, hey, probably such here. a good fit. What'd you say? It's on air somewhere, but whether it was yeah. back in the old days or whatever. I mean, it's been years we've been saying we wanted him. Yeah. Um, and uh, I think, I, does he have one year? Is this it? Does he yeah, walk after the season? It's expiring, yep. Yeah. Um, That's why part of it was done, so we could, the free agency, 60 plus so I, cap space. So I know we're getting a, a little bit ahead by me saying this, but I wonder if they do a, a big move in the offseason, if they try to bring him back because he's such a good a piece to have he really is i hope not because the, and the only reason why i say that is because i i just want to say this cap room go out and get a superstar at this point i mean one that is not named james harden um yeah the two biggest superstars this offseason are gonna be tobias harris and james harden yeah paul george paul george don't forget him oh, but yeah no he's not he's no We're, we could never we could never get that lucky you never know. You never know. We have the cat space, but we'll see. The other aspect of this deal, Corkmas, he finally gets sets free, then he gets waived again. <laughs> I just thought it was kind of funny. But uh, any other thoughts on this trade? No, I I like it, but it's just a shame the circumstances that it had to happen with. Yeah, it's you know it, what it, what else would have happened? Um, yeah. Then we go out and trade Daniel House and a second rounder to the Pistons to build cap cushion, which now allows us to have money to be active in the buyout market. So if players like Kyle Lowry, Kyle Lowry become available, we can go and jump on them. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's, yeah. Uh, this It actually is a decent move. And especially, again, like if we got Kyle Lowry and Buddy Heald with him being fully healthy still, this like this was a smart deal, honestly, uh, to free up some stuff. But I don't know, not much else there. And then the kicker. Yeah, Patrick Beverly deal. Patrick Beverly to the Bucks for Cameron Payne and the second round pick. I listen. And by the way, guys, I'm kind of not screaming or talking too loud. I got roommates sleeping. They got to be up early. Um, what are we doing? <laughs> I, what are we doing? Um, this is one of the heart and souls of the city. You just don't do this. I don't care if you believe Cameron Payne is a at 20 points, he had a good night. And welcome to Philly. I'm, I'm going to be rooting for this guy. But, I mean, what are we doing here, man? You know, I, this is just one of those things that nobody liked. None of the fans. Got, this is one of those guys that kind of you love to have on your team. And we just trade him for, for really not much of anything. We're trying to get one a second-round pick back, one of the four that we lost in the deals prior. Um, it just uh, – he's averaging six points, one rebound, two assists a season. Uh, this ain't funny, man. <laughs> No, and it's one of the biggest disservices ever that we're not going to be able to see Patrick Beverly in a playoff series at the Wells Fargo Center. No, no, no. That no, would have been – No, no, stop. Because guess what? We will. We'll see him no. in the first and second round in Philly. Yeah, when, when the Bucks come to town in Glen Rivers. Dude, Patrick Beverly here in the playoffs in a game six or seven against Boston would have been the most electric – Thing I think we've ever would have watched, and yeah. he's gone. And I and I I think campaign is probably better talent wise in basketball, but he, Patrick Beverly was not here for for basketball purposes. He was here because he supplied so much more than basketball to this team yeah, that they that, needed. It's not like campaign's been like yeah. insane. Yeah, no, uh, Patrick Beverly's been fine, but um, 
dude, he was he was the he was such a dog. He was so awesome yeah. to watch the first few months of the season. But wow. hopefully, campaigns saw. I mean, he had a good, like you said, he had a good night tonight. Now, he'll be decent, but it's just it's just one of those things. Like, why? Like, what what are we doing here? You know, everybody loves Pat Ben. Uh, again, to me, this deal was not worth it. It it, it honestly it really pisses me off. Um, this is the first move that I really kind of questioned with Daryl Morey. For the most part, I've been fine with him. Like, I really haven't had a problem. And uh, one of the few moves I said, well, the next one's the next move I'm going to talk about. But rest in peace, the belt to ass tour. Yep. Yep. I was so excited for him to say our lead singer's back when Embiid got back from injury. Yeah. It's, it's a shame. Real. But then we do this move, too, which it's uh, – who knows? We trade – I mean, why did we have to trade him to Boston? Jaden Springer to Boston for a second round pick. This again, it doesn't really do anything for me. We're getting another second round pick back. Um, he'll find a way to be the next LeBron in Boston. I just I don't understand why we gave him to Boston. I mean, why? I don't understand why you got rid of him at all right now. Like there was no need to do that. Yeah, I, I mean, mean Daryl Moore said uh, today, I believe, that he thought that the next two years a second round pick. Uh, offered more than Jaden Springer's minutes in the game, which I think is whatever. Um, but on a side note, like you could have potentially packaged him in a in a deal and yeah. got even more. But I, uh, I don't know. I I think he's he's a fine player. Like I think he'll be a, a very solid role player in the future, especially for a team like that in Boston. But um. It just didn't make much sense. I mean, second round picks in basketball are like, I don't know. I, I feel like if it's not a lottery pick in basketball, it's it's not useless. But it's not the NFL where a second round pick matters. Is yeah, like it, you have to find a guy. You have to draft well. It's, you know, and, you can you can find your guys in there, but you have to you have to do it. You know, it's yeah, and, and 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 relying on the Sixers to draft well is like you might as well just. Yeah, uh, yeah. I just. I, I don't know why we had to give it to Boston. I, I don't know. There's just a couple puzzling moves from Daryl Morey at the deadline. I love the Buddy Heald move. Everything. I I don't This team's very confusing. Uh, let's talk about Tyrese Maxwell. Max, Maxwell. 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 Maxie. He dropped a career high 51 points like last week against the Jazz and are only winning the stretch. Uh, he's been named <laughs> as an all-star for the first time in his career, which is excellent. And if there is ever time for Maxi to take the stage in the city by storm. It is right now, but it's just—it's not gonna happen. Uh, he is pretty inconsistent without him being. This is the time now where he might be able to find a rhythm because obviously MB will be out for a little while. You know, MB goes in and out sometimes, so he's not really used to that kind of game plan. But this is maybe he can kind of find a rhythm here. You know. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, he's got to get back out on the court. He didn't play tonight. What? What did they? What was the reasoning? Was it a illness? I, I have no idea. Let me look. Yeah, I, he's been in and out of the lineup a lot recently, which is not concerning, but it's kind of just like, well, what? What is it? Um, yeah. he played. No, I, he played the other night against the. He's been going. He missed uh, a game a week and a half ago, but he's been going pretty. He's been going pretty steady, but he's just the plus minus come all around. But that's team wise: five of fourteen against Golden State, six of sixteen against Dallas, eight of twenty three against Brooklyn. That's just his last three nights alone. Um, yikes! You know, 
Yeah, no, I, I think we, we talked about this. Maxi's a great complimentary player. Like incredible, like we see what he does with Embiid. He's he's so incredible when Embiid's out there. He is not at the point of his career yet where he could be the sole focus of defenses, and it, it shows. So yeah, Maxi just I don't. He's gonna have to find a way to get it going. But uh, it's it's tough when you have Paul Reed going out there. I just don't think they complement each other very well. Maxi is great with Embiid. This is why you know we're gonna sign Tyrese Maxi the max contract, which I love it, but. Do you love it? Um, I love it with Embiid. I know that didn't make much sense, but I mean, you know what I mean. That was... I, no, I get what you're saying. Like he is a a guy you need to have when Embiid's there because they complement each other so well, and he he was playing, he was doing his job so well this season. But he is not a max player if he's your number one guy. Yeah. And we have to we have to send him, and we will. But the, the, just all these guys are so overpaid now, and he's gonna get that. He's gonna get the bag, just like everyone, which he deserves it. But it's just it's just one of those things, you know. We get stuck in mediocrity with these contracts. Um, with Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons, we get stuck there. Uh, but uh, hopefully, this is these two will find a way to stay healthy next year. This year is still not over, but yes, it is. Um, yeah, that's really that's really about it. Moving forward, the Sixers, they're just going to have to find a way to beat the teams that they should be in order to, to not completely spiral. Um, and there's not really any teams we should be in the coming eight games other than the Wizards tomorrow. So uh, we're going to... Yeah, I, I, it's a shame. I, I was so... It was so fun watching this team, and I'm simply not excited to watch the rest... Like, is it crazy to say I'm not excited to watch the rest of the season? Yeah. What do you remember when this was the most fun Sixers team you've ever seen? It, re- it was. I'm not even lying. It was. They were so fun to two watch. Two weeks ago. Two weeks. Yep. If that literally feels like three seasons ago, yep. that Embiid dropped seventy. Exactly. So. Again, I'm sorry if there's not too much emotion in this. We we want to get this out. Both been very busy. Don't want to need to make up wake up everybody. But this is uh, it's we could not find a way to win on the recent road trip. We lost the Warriors, the Blazers, while then coming home and then losing to the Nets, the Mavericks, the Warriors, now the Hawks recently at home. So uh, coming up the Sixers will head out to DC to play the Wizards um, tonight. Well, tomorrow, but technically tonight now. I might try to find a way. I'm only a few hours away from Capital One. Went to a few games recently, but I might try to head out to that game tomorrow, actually. Um, and you know what? All all is good because then we'll go play the two-seed Cavaliers on the road on Monday with, the, with this team that we're rolling out there. So um, we'll, we'll find a way. We'll find a way to make it the blowout. <laughs> yeah, no, <they'll>, <laughs> either this team is going to completely implode or, like I said, they're going to go on a winning streak against these teams. Everyone's going to get hope. They're going to rush and be back because of it, and boom, injury, and, and we're back to square one. No, this this team's going to implode. I mean, this is one of the worst teams I've seen play in a little while. So we're just watching this team, they're bad. They're 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 really bad. Um, again, 2-8 and eight in our last 10, lost four straight. It's just – it's going from bad to worse. But I'm not playing like Nick Nurse. There's no one really to blame. It's just unfortunate. It's, it's just really, really unfortunate. I, I've always loved Jonathan Kaminga. I thought the fall on a beat was a little unnecessary. Um, I've been in, obviously, we've been in competitive games, not just baseball and other sports too, where you kind of just let emotions go and you're kind of just trying to be physical. I didn't think it was necessary. Um, who knows? Yeah, no, I mean, we, we're 
as big as Jonathan Kuminga fans as there is. Um, you've been on that guy for a long time, but I, I did think that play was, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. The, just all the frustration around this team. I, I can't even really I feel like we're just trying to find a reason to get mad at someone. And we're yeah. taking out on our, our amazing Jonathan Kuminga and golden state, but there is it's no just reason. Insane. There's no reason. It's just, it's just very unfortunate. Daryl Morey made the right move, getting buddy healed. Made a few questionable questionable moves, but even if Embiid was still healthy, we wouldn't really be worrying about it. I don't I don't know if the Beverly deal would have happened. Um, no, and I think Embiid wasn't healthy even before the Kuminga incident. Yeah, it's truly unfortunate. I, but we're just going on a tangent here. We're we're gonna have to cut this out. Uh, so looked in terms of the schedule, the podcast out right yeah right before the All Star break, and then we're gonna do our All Star draft podcast probably just for. Just for, you know, she's and gigs. Um, Super Bowl podcast out tomorrow, probably too. But other than that, 76ers, you're going to have to find a way. Uh, try to right the ship. Try. It's it's burning, it's sinking, crashing. The ship's going to crash. Unless it's crashing. That, that's, that doesn't make sense since it's happening. So, the ship might explode everywhere. Yeah. Everybody go follow the Philly Sports Talk Instagram page. That is philly.sports.talk underscore. And the Philly Talks Twitter. That is Philly Talks underscore. But... Other than that, Keith, any dying thoughts on the Stein basketball team? Uh, no, I just think uh, no matter what, we're going to watch and we're going to suffer. And it's just what we do as Philly fans. So hopefully it turns around soon. Yeah, Philly fans, pitches and catchers report in a week. So there's something to kind of look forward to. But other than that, you know, we're right on track where we need to be. Eagles downfall. Phillies downfall, then turns into the Sixers. Sixers do their thing. Gave hope we go down there. Phillies give hope. Eagles, it's just never-ending. The Flyers just are there. They're just floating around. But, you know, you never know. Flyers are third. They're yeah, they've they won right a few now. games. They won a few games recently. But, I, I mean, we can all agree. What are we doing? We can all agree that the Flyers winning a ring getting a being the first out of the next three teams to win a ring would be detrimental to our yeah. mental health what are we doing here you know but <laughs> <laughs> let's just get, go sixers yeah.